Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery program, and I don't claim to speak for any 12-step fellowship. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 129, Why People Get Offended When You Set Boundaries With Them. If you're a fan of this podcast and want to support it, please check me out on Patreon. If you're not familiar, Patreon is a platform created by creators for creators that allows them to be supported and rewarded for their work by their fans and followers. You can find me at patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. Spoiler alert, people usually get offended when you set boundaries with them because they don't have healthy boundaries themselves. And that means, dear listener, that if you're getting offended when other people are setting boundaries with you, it may be because you don't have healthy boundaries yourself. I'm going to share a couple of stories here that will help flesh this out and hopefully give you a better understanding of what this is all about. So story number one, a year ago, I had a situation with a fellow in recovery that's a perfect example of somebody getting offended when I set a boundary with them. In this particular case, I chose to explain the boundary, but I don't always do that. And you don't have to do that either unless you choose to, because learning how to have healthy boundaries in our life is about learning how to make choices, choices about how we want to live our lives. When we start to set boundaries with people we've never set them with before, there are going to be people who get upset by it. That might be just because it's new behavior and that's difficult when we've known someone a long time and they suddenly change. But often people get upset when we set boundaries because they don't have healthy boundaries themselves. So it feels like we're putting up a wall with them or maybe that we're being cold and bitchy. As someone who didn't used to have boundaries, The way I've come to understand them, particularly with people that I've known a long time, is that I was enmeshed with those people and setting a boundary is me differentiating myself from them. I'm no longer a part of them and they're no longer a part of me. Now that can be painful in the beginning of boundary setting because it's so unfamiliar. Beginning to set boundaries can be scary and painful, mainly because we don't know who we are. We don't know where we end and others begin. And it's scary to be in the world in a way that's unfamiliar, especially if you've always been enmeshed with others and sort of hiding inside of them. And that's why it can feel like someone is putting up a wall or that they're being rude or bitchy when they set a boundary. Those are fears I hear from clients regularly, that they don't want to be seen as cold and bitchy. But the truth is, you can be kind and loving and have healthy boundaries. In fact, kind, loving people have healthy boundaries. And that makes them safe because we know who we're getting. We know when they say no, they mean no. And when they say yes, they mean yes. So this story is about someone I've known for years in recovery, mainly peripherally, and here's what happened. 
On Thursday, October 8th last year, she texted me in the morning to ask if I had a minute to talk. And I said, I'm actually booked today and tomorrow, but I have some time on the weekend. And she came back at me with this very long text message basically saying, who the fuck do you think you are that people have to make appointments with you for outreach calls? She went on to rant about how I don't respond to voice messages, but I can send an email or a text message because she'd previously wanted me to call her and I had responded instead with an email. Now, I was absolutely flabbergasted when I got this big, huge, long message from her. So I said a prayer and responded with, do you want to talk on the weekend? She responded with a couple of more very lengthy accusatory text messages, and it was clear that she was taking it very personally that I wasn't able to talk to her that day or the next. Now, I did have to call my sponsor about this because it felt like I was being attacked The more I thought about this, the more I realized that this was me setting a boundary with her and that she was unable to respect it. Now, I happen to know her and I know that she's very enmeshed with her family of origin and has an extremely difficult time setting boundaries with them. And I experienced this situation as her acting like, how dare you have boundaries, Barb, when I'm not allowed to, or maybe not able to. Now, in consultation with my sponsor, I decided to send her an email. I didn't have to do that. I chose to do it. I took a couple of days to construct the email, so I was sure to be cooled down, and I also ran it by my sponsor before sending it. She asked me if I was certain I wanted to do this, and I said yes. So here's what I said in the email. I said, I'm sorry that my lack of availability to talk to you felt like a rejection. It was not. First, I am very protective of my time because I used to give my time away to other people all the time, and I don't do that anymore. Secondly, I have a very busy schedule today and tomorrow and just don't have time for phone calls. And third, Thursday was my anniversary with my sweetheart, so I wanted to spend every spare minute with him. In response to her comments about me responding via text or email, but not by phone sometimes, I told her that I'm sometimes able to shoot off an email or a text when I'm in the middle of something else, but for me, phone calls are reserved for pre-scheduled times. That's what works for me and my schedule. Now, again, I didn't have to explain any of this to her, but I had compassion for her because I know she was in distress and wanted to connect. And now that I have healthy boundaries, I don't make other people's emergencies into my emergencies. I live my life by the way I want to live it. And after trying various things, I found that what I need to do is schedule phone calls ahead of time. That means I leave my ringer off almost all the time. So I didn't hear anything back from her for quite some time. And then one day, probably a few weeks after this exchange, I forwarded a message to a bunch of people in recovery about some event that was happening. And I included her in the blind copy to everybody. And I decided to include her because I'd always included her in the past. And I didn't know whether she was speaking to me or not, but it was like, you know, I'm not going to keep this event from her. So she actually responded to that message by just saying thank you. So I took the opportunity to say, I'm glad to see you responded to my message. 
And she responded and said, I haven't responded to your other email because I'm still processing. So I let that go. Then some months later, she wrote back that she understood. Now, here's what's really interesting. At the very first in-person meeting I went to after the pandemic, she showed up and we hugged. It was so good to see her. It was so good to see everybody, of course. Now, the more I thought about this incident, the more I can see that her reaction, which was way out of proportion to the situation, was because I set a boundary and she couldn't handle it. So I'm bringing this up to tell you that number one, if you get really offended when people set boundaries, it's probably an indication that you don't have healthy boundaries. And number two, I want to illustrate with this example that you get to have whatever boundaries you want. You get to decide how you want to live your life. Now, many people don't do what I do with their time. Some of you are probably thinking right now that I'm a bitch for not taking phone calls at any time. Many people leave their ringer on and take calls anytime they come in, or maybe they decide not to pick up when it rings if they're busy. But that just doesn't work for me because I found myself getting resentful of people for calling me and texting me. So I decided to turn the ringer off because I don't want to walk around being offended or excuse me, being resentful of people. And this is the way that I do that. So here's another example of someone getting pissed off at someone else's boundaries. This has to do with a sponsee of mine who has an adult son with small children. He lives about two and a half hours away from her, but he used to live in another country. And she's really been enjoying being able to be close to her grandchildren. Well, her son has very specific ways that he runs his household and his family, which are very different than my sponsee's ways. And every time she'd go to visit, they'd have all kinds of conflict. And I finally said to her, have you thought about respecting his boundaries? And she was dumbfounded, absolutely dumbfounded. Now, this is someone I've been working with for three years, and we talk about boundaries all the time, but somehow she hadn't recognized that these, quote, rules that he has for his children and his home and his family were boundaries, and somehow she didn't think they applied to her or that they should apply to her or that she should respect them. But as soon as I said, how about if you respect his boundaries, she was like, wham, Since then, she's told me several times that that was an absolute game changer for her. It changed everything in her relationship with her son, and it changed her complete understanding of boundaries. Because once she started realizing that these rules that he has for his home and his family and his food, etc., are boundaries, and if she respects them, they're going to have a much more amicable relationship they're no longer clashing all the time because she's not violating his boundaries over and over and over again. Since she made that realization, her own boundaries have gotten a lot stronger. I think that's because boundaries go both ways. That is, when we start setting boundaries we start respecting other people's boundaries because we understand boundaries a lot better. 
and what it's like to have our boundaries respected or disrespected. Also, when we respect other people's boundaries, it shores up our boundaries too. So if you have been someone who is afraid to start setting boundaries because you don't want to be putting up walls with people and you don't want to be mean or rude or cold or bitchy, I'm guessing that's because that is how you experienced it when other people have set boundaries with you. And I'm here to tell you that those are indicators that you may not have healthy boundaries yourself. If you want help with setting boundaries, I have all kinds of fantastic resources. And actually, this is the perfect time because I'm recruiting for my last group coaching program of 2021. It begins October 22nd, excuse me, October 26th. I'm going to put a link in the show notes and I won't be offering group coaching on boundaries again until next year, though I always offer private coaching on boundaries. So here's your chance for group coaching. I also have a bunch of free resources for boundaries on my website. And if you follow me on Instagram, I have tons of free resources there. I will put a link to the page on my website with all the free resources And then lastly, I'm hosting a free webinar on Sunday, October 17th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll put the links to that in the show notes as well so you can find out more about all that. But if you need help with boundaries, help is out there and it doesn't matter what your price point is, I can help you. I'm here to tell you I went from having no boundaries and being terribly enmeshed with my family and many others to having very healthy boundaries now and living my life on purpose. That's it for today. If you've been finding this podcast helpful, please consider a donation to ensure I can continue. To choose the level of support that feels right to you, go to patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. Please also review it on Apple Podcasts, like and subscribe to it on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd really appreciate it and it helps others to find the podcast. Now, if someone in particular came to mind when you listen to this episode, please share it with them. And don't forget, I'm on Instagram at Higher Power Coaching. I run group and private coaching programs on creating healthy boundaries. And if that sounds like something that would interest you, head on over to barbchat.net where you can get on my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. My goal with all of my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening. 